Ready for the first stack of 2022? Good, because it is time to BTFD. This podcast is for information and entertainment purposes only. Nothing on this podcast should be construed as financial advice. All views expressed on this podcast are solely the opinions of the host and or any guests that we might have from time to time. Nothing on this podcast should be construed as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow a particular investing strategy. Welcome to the Bitcoin Bulletin Podcast, DCA Wednesday edition. Today is January 5th, 2022, and this is episode 29 and will be our 24th stack on this dollar cost average journey we started last July. What a way for hodlers to start the new year. Today is definitely a great day to be stacking sats. Real quick, a look at the vital statistics. We are currently at a block height of 717,373. According to Clark Moody's dashboard, that gives Bitcoin a current price of $43,370 or 2,304 sats per cuck buck. 23.04 Moscow time, as they like to say. If you've been following us, you know that this will be one of the cheapest prices we've had the opportunity to buy Bitcoin at. We purchased as low as 38,900 all the way back in August, and of course we purchased as high as 65,969 back in October. But this is certainly a significant dip if you've been following Bitcoin's price. Also along the vital statistics lines, one of the transactions, uh, one of the statistics that I like to follow if you've been paying attention is the 24-hour transaction rate, and that not surprisingly is showing an increase over last week. Last week, we were averaging only 2.92 transactions per second. Currently, we're averaging 3.1 transactions per second. And that is encouraging because anytime it dips below three transactions per second, uh, I tend to see vulnerability in the price, possibly because the lower the transaction volume, the easier it is to manipulate prices, or just because it indicates a lack of stacking. And lack of stacking equals lack of demand. And as you know, supply and demand means if there's lack of demand, then price is going to go down. We are currently sitting 37.2% below our all-time high that we set back in October, and that was 56 days ago now, and depending on where you get your price information, it was either $66,999 according to Coinbase or $66,950 according to Clark Moody's dashboard, so somewhere above $66,900, and... um, Like I said, 37.2% is a pretty significant drawdown. Uh, Are we at the bottom? Who knows? I don't have a crystal ball, and again, this is not financial advice. But what I do know is that this stack is going to lower our our average cost basis significantly, and that is the entire point of DCA. If you are just joining us, dollar cost averaging is an investment strategy where you invest your money in equal portions at regular intervals regardless of price. We decided to test out this dollar cost theory back in July by stacking $20 worth of Bitcoin every Wednesday. Some people stack daily. Some people even stack hourly now. Some people stack monthly. Some people stack every two weeks whenever they get their paycheck, etc. But the idea is that you buy consistently and you buy the same amount and that over time uh, you'll buy both the highs and you'll buy the dips, but you'll buy at the average price. 
Again, this is going to be our 24th stack. Uh, we've stacked a total of $460, and that $460 has gotten us 891,783 sats. That is currently only worth $386.76. Uh, we've invested $460, so we continue to be down. But again, like they say, uh, it's easy to look like a genius during a bull run, and the last month or so for sure has definitely not been a bull run in my humble opinion. So that being said, our average cost basis is $51,582.06. Uh, obviously, that's significantly below the $43,370 price that Bitcoin's currently ringing in at. But we're going to scoop up $20 more worth of sats, and that's going to bring that average down a tiny bit. Uh, and again, this is a long-term play. You shouldn't uh, plan on selling your Bitcoin anytime soon if you're a gambler. If you want to gamble, play that game. That's up to you. But dollar cost averaging is a long-term play, and you should expect to hold your Bitcoin for at least one full cycle if the cycle still continues, and uh, I see no reason to believe it hasn't. Uh, you know, supply and demand is a pretty basic fundle of economics, and since the supply gets cut in half every four years, the available supply of new coins, that is, it would stand to reason that uh, supply and demand will continue to play its role and that we will continue to see um, a, a, a cycle in price that revolves around that having. And so far, there's nothing to there's nothing to indicate that that is not true. All right, so we're going to get right to it. And as usual, I'm going to stack using the handy dandy cash app. And again, we use the cash app because I think it's the easiest way to stack Bitcoin. Uh, disclaimer, Cash App is not a sponsor or any way affiliated with the podcast. I just think it's really easy to use and it's reasonably inexpensive. It's not the cheapest way to buy Bitcoin, but when you're buying small amounts like $20, uh, it, it's pretty darn cheap. And one of the advantages over some of the other options you have out there is that it will let, it will let us withdraw our Bitcoin to our hardware wallet without a mining fee. And so the 45 cents or so we're going to pay today uh, in purchasing fees. Uh, some of that's going to be made up by the fact that later we're going to send this to our hardware wallet for free. But do your own research. And if you don't already have a favorite platform, find one that, that meets your requirements and uh, you choose what you feel most comfortable with, uh, we're going to use Cash App. So we're going to open up our handy dandy Cash App. And one of the things I love about it is that I don't keep any money on Cash App, but they let me transfer it instantly. I have a debit card linked, so we're just going to add $20. And, and that, boom, that's available just like, just like that. So next, we're going to click on the Bitcoin logo in the bottom right-hand corner and click Buy and enter $20. And then it's going to ask me to confirm. And it says we're going to purchase 45,105 sats at an average price of $43,343.31. Confirm. And voila, just like that, we have purchased an extra 45,105 sats. And that is going to bring us up to 936,888 sats. Uh, we are just another stack or two away, depending on the price next week, of being a sat millionaire. And that is, that is a pretty significant goal. For me, that's the level where I feel comfortable transferring to my hardware wallet at the current price. So maybe next week we'll have to explore that. Uh, and that's also going to knock our dollar cost average basis down slightly. 
Uh, again, our, our cost basis was $51,582.06, and this lowers it down to $51,233.45. So our average cost basis um, has just decreased by about $300. And that's not too shabby. Of course, that's because last week we purchased Bitcoin for almost $47,000, and this, this week it's down to $43,343. So... That's the beauty of dollar cost average. Sometimes you buy the highs and sometimes you buy the lows. But like they say, time in the markets beats timing the markets every time it's tried. And I intend to hold this Bitcoin for at least 10 years, if not forever. Uh, I'm personally trying to build uh, an intergenerational nest egg. So what's going on in the news today that might indicate why we're having a dip? Uh, if, you, if you're following Plan B on Twitter, he's still standing by his stock-to-flow model. He did tweet a while back that he considers his floor model dead and will never use it again, but we're still within one standard deviation of the stock-to-flow model, and as he points out, we were one standard deviation below it when he began the model, so it's still nothing's changed as far as he is concerned. If you follow Ecoinometrics also on Twitter, he puts out some really great charts. They put out some great information. Uh, most recently, they posted that this cycle is currently lagging behind the average growth trajectory by a factor of three times and that's pretty significant, but um, again, um, we've only got a couple of cycles to go off of, and so uh, the first cycle was nothing like the second cycle, and so it stands to reason that this one would be different too. They did post two days ago, however, that whale addresses continued distribute coins, and now the small fish have significantly slowed down the rate at which they are stacking sats. Quote, if both these groups stop accumulating coins, BTC will definitely lack support. And as we have seen, uh, that was two days ago, and, and the prices continue to go down. Uh, other people are just saying, hey, this is just a repeat of March 2020. This is the variant dip. We had a dip when everybody panicked the first time. And if you've been following that news, uh, you know we've been breaking records as far as the number of reported incidences of the so-called pandemic. Um, and so maybe this is just... V-dip too. Uh, who knows? Again, I don't have a crystal ball. One thing that's still out on the horizon are also those Mt. Gox coins. Uh, you know, who, who knows how many they're going to sell and when they're going to sell. I think they're, last I heard, they're going to give you the option to receive cash or Bitcoin. Hopefully most of the people will, will choose BTC, but some won't. And depending on how many who won't, that's a lot of coins that are going to end up on the market. Again, that's going to be a one-off, but if they dump a bunch of coins, supply and demand would say that would that would depress, suppress the price as well. And with all the miners and the official 15th or 16th ban of Bitcoin in China, uh, well, every year up to this point, um, when they have the Chinese New Year, they say that we've got the, the Chinese New Year dip because much like our Christmas when uh, here in the United States and Europe, when people tend to go into a lot of debt uh, to buy all their presents, to pay for their airline tickets, their parties, whatever, uh, you know, you have less discretionary income, and so people don't tend to spend as much. The same thing tends to happen in China when they get ready for the New Year's holiday. You know, the people there that are celebrating spend money on gifts and travel, exactly like the pre-Christmas situation in the United States and Europe. And so uh, there's no reason to believe that there aren't people holding Bitcoin in China still. In fact, even with the uh, the mining ban, it's pretty well accepted that at least 20% of the hash rate reminds, remains in China, that they're still mining in China, 
whether can land whether clandestinely or whether uh, government officials in their area are just looking the other way. And if 20% of the hash rate is still in China, it would stand to reason that there are still a lot of people holding coins in China. So um, there's a lot of reasons why Bitcoin could be down. It also could be that we are just entering the bull, the you know, the, we've, the bull run phase of the cycle has ended and we're entering the bear market. Personally, um, I would tend to believe that is not the case since we never really saw a blow off top. We never really saw that mania phase where everybody from your Uber driver to the waiter serving you at the cafe is recommending Bitcoin and telling you about their portfolio. The closest we got was during the Elon pump last spring when Bitcoin broke its uh, set its first all-time high before Elon flip-flopped and, and Bitcoin subsequently uh, went down for a bit before our double top. Um, at that point in time, Matt O'Dell and others were chanting 200K by Conference Day, Conference Day having been last June, of course. Everyone was adding their laser eyes. And so maybe that was euphoria. Uh, this was this was definitely a different cycle. So uh, who knows? I guess only time will tell. The only way to know for sure what a cycle is going to be like is after it's over to look back in the past. The good news is if you're a hodler like me and you want to just accumulate as much BTC as possible, uh, we're buying more than we did last week. Last week, we bought 41,700 sats. This week, we just bought 45,100 sats. So anytime I can purchase more cheaply, that is a good thing because I'm not really looking at the dollar value that I'm investing. We're obviously tracking that. And you'd have to have dollars to buy BTC or you have to have fiat to buy BTC unless you're trading gold or a kidney or whatever. But for now, until hyper-Bitcoinization or whatever, you know, People are spending their BTC. Most people are people are spending their cash for BTC. Most people are not on zero, as uh, some are promoting now. It used to be get off zero, as in buy some Bitcoin, and now it's get on zero, as in move to a fiat standard, or correction, move from a fiat standard to a Bitcoin standard. Uh, as awesome as that would be, the reality is the vast majority of the world, including the vast majority of hodlers, are still on a fiat standard, at least for the time being. Anyway, Happy New Year, everybody. It is 2022. This was our first stack of 2022. It is going to be an exciting year one way or another. Bitcoin never goes sideways for long, so we're either going up or we're going down. And if we're going up, your stack's going to increase in value. And if we're going down, you can stack more sets. Uh, and that's the important thing. Again, uh, this is not financial advice. Hopefully you're getting some entertainment or some information purposes following me along as we explore this dollar cost averaging uh, theory. Uh, but again, Happy New Year and keep stacking those sats, you sexy sat stackers.